Hello and welcome back to another episode of Turf Talk. This week's show will be a little bit of a review of the Grade 1 action we've had over the weekend at the Dublin Racing Festival and a little bit of talk of some of the domestic stuff. We saw at Sandown, my name's Lewis Tomlinson and at the other end of the line is a hungover Mr James Watson. Hello. Hello Jim. Hello. Um, we're in a decent way. We've warmed up. I've postponed the podcast a bit late this afternoon rather than a bit early on. Um, we had a, I had a lecture at 10. So um, I'm running on about three, four hours sleep after the Super Bowl last night. So, yeah, not, not exactly fighting fit, but yeah, we're doing all right. I've never, I've never watched a game of American football in my life. Well, there's a few of us at uni since the first year that have uh, watched the Super Bowl together and we don't really have a clue what's going on. Um, and I watched it last night, didn't really have a clue what was going on, but the halftime show was phenomenal, let's just say that. What happened? Did uh... J-Lo and Shakira <laughs> present, presented their assets, let's just say that. I might, might have to give it, a watch. I'll give it a watch. I went to an ice hockey game when, yeah. when, my, when my uncle was stationed out in Virginia. Uh, the, the two things I learned from that was you can put any instruction on a big screen and Americans will do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the atmosphere was a bit weird there last night. Um, I don't know why, but um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get why Americans get so hyped up over it. And they, they celebrate tackles. Who celebrates a tackle? Ridiculous. I love anyway. it. I love a big... Well, when it's football, I love someone just cleaning someone out. It's brilliant. Yeah, but then they, like, square up to the camera, like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the best. Like, what are you doing? Just get on with the game. <laughs> they, they make it last about five hours, and it could easily be done in 45 minutes. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Another thing, they're a bit weird. Like, American fans, when, when I were at that ice hockey game, it was, like, a second... You know, not... not it wasn't NHL, it was, like, second or third tier. Mm-hmm. You know, a bit tin pot. Uh, but but the, the team the team they were playing it were Norfolk Admirals it was their home ground and they were playing a team who were called the Bears and uh, one of the fans had brought a teddy bear on a noose on a noose? Christ. yeah just doing it there to Bears players thinking Jesus that's a bit morbid that isn't it <laughs> we, don't have, we don't get that in racing do we? No, not at all. You don't see people with Altior scarves, setting Altior scarves on fire, do you, or anything like that? <laughs> and, and we don't want to see that happen at race courses. Can we just clarify that as well? No, although there may be some single fan payment scarves being burnt <laughs> around Cheltenham. Uh, also, before we crack on, Jim, I'm tenables on the telly at the minute. Can you name any of the top ten geese or swans in Britain? <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I enjoyed Tenable. I've been watching it recently. I've been up my, more up my street. But how many uh, how many Warwick Davises will make up a you? Oh, it take a lot. He, he's another person I don't like. <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't find him funny at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, so crack on. We talking about some racing. Yeah, we've talked enough. We've talked three minutes worth of crap already, so yeah, let's get on with it. Well, I, we, we are going to start at Sandown, and we'll just brush over this quickly. First of all, the Silly Isles novices chase a first grade one for Ollie Murphy with itchy feet, Jim. What did you make of that 
Although, how much did the race lose with Lorena putting up another no-show? Um, good performance, Itchy Feet. He's pitched on London at the second last. Um, he's got away from the last better than um, Midnight Shadow. He's he's not exactly gone away. Well, he does in the end. He goes away. He's strongly start well the finish. Enough. Yeah. Um, it was a good performance. In a crap renewal. I've sworn twice already. That's not like me. Um, That's not swearing. Um, behave. Uh, all right. Sorry. Uh, and Lauren has pulled up. I don't know. I, 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 I think good performance. It's nice to see Ollie Murphy. It surprised me Ollie Murphy's never had a great one before. Well, he's, he's, not, he's, not been tra- he's not been training for a I long time. I thought he'd pick one up at Aintree. But I think Itchy Feet finished second. I thought this horse had won a great one before, but just to slip me. Um, yeah, there's not a lot I can say. My fancy good boy Bobby was disappointing. Um, itchy Feet, I'd have to go for the Marsh now, would you say? Yeah, he's a general 8 to 1 second fav. Fahim's a general falls favourite for that. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll be talking about him in a bit. And then. There's a whole host of Itchy Feet, Mr. Fisher, Alaho, Easy Game, Fakir Dujari, who are all between eights and tens, you know, varying a point either side with different bookies. Uh, would he be a potential winner in your mind? No, not, not for me. Um, he's won he's a great one. This season. He hasn't done anything wrong, but I just don't think he'll be good enough at the top level. And I know this was the top level, but I've got plenty of question marks with the forming behind. Champagne Platinum's not being in love with chasing. Midnight Shadows, a good horse, but not excellent. Um, Grand Sansi, been slightly disappointed with him this season. Goodbye, Bobby. I, I was expecting a bigger performance in this, and he's disappointed. Vision de Flo normally runs better. Um, he's been competitive in big races before. And he's disappointed here. And Lorena, um, big massive question mark over this form. He's done, he's done this performance well at your feet, but looking forward, I'll be looking to probably go against him. Well, it is. The, 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 the name of the race is a grade one. In reality, barring, barring Lorena, I guess, uh, coming into the race, you, you know, it's probably not a outstanding grade one field but you know these novice races vary yeah. in terms of quality before Cheltenham uh, we'll have to talk about Lorena Jim uh, how do you solve a problem like Lauren I'm just baffled mate she like she ran like she'd spent like the prior three hours to race at a Chinese buffet <laughs> she did um, Do we have any CCTV footage of all like the, the Chinese buffets around Isha? Is there a large mare <laughs> scanning chow mein? Uh, um, what happened to her? You saw her on that footage the night the, the day before and she was gallop, looking perfectly well on them gallops uh, the day before. And I don't know. Um, have we overrated her? Well, I don't think we have because that that performance at Cheltenham was absolutely devastating. Uh, the dawn run. Yeah, um, 
the thing she, is, didn't, though, she didn't beat a lot, but she beat them well, and it was it was the visually impressive performance. To um, me, to me, mate, that is uh, utterly irrelevant. It yeah. is the defeat of Manella Rindo that suggested to me, even though Manella Rindo was running over short of his best, that he, that she was a potentially very smart horse. But you know, like I said. She, she, she's she's looked very impressive in 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 beating nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could be... look, if if you put me in a room with a seven year old, I'd look like Mike Tyson if I were asked to smack him about. <laughs> Christ, there's been some analogies already. <laughs> oh. And that's that's pretty much what Lorena had been doing up until last Cheltenham. Which even then, on the base, on the bare form, even though people felt it was underwhelming, it was actually the most she'd ever achieved on a race course, finishing fourth in the champion hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking and around the, at the prices for her, uh, she's sevens for the mayor's hurdle, she's forties for the RSA, 16 for the marsh, and 12 for the stairs. Where would you go? <sighs> marsh. If she's gonna look, you, you've you, you've you've got to treat her. You've got to treat her as a horse who might come back to her best. She's she's dangerous if, to underestimate. God, I wouldn't back her. I wouldn't back her after the last two runs. No. They've they've. Has anything been reported about her? Not that I'm aware of yet. Not me not either. But she did. Like it wasn't. It wasn't pretty at all, mate. No, it wasn't. Just, her jumping was cumbersome. She laboured. Yeah, laboured. That's a great word. Yeah. Just Do you th- would you Would you have liked to see her be given a more aggressive ride? Would you like to see Nico push forward a bit more rather than sit and start the field at the back? Well, 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 would she have been capable of that doing that? Because how sluggish, how sluggish her jumping was. If if she's ridden aggressively and then she's getting to every every fence and jumping practically vertically, <laughs> you know, she's she's losing lengths there as well. Even if you're trying to ride her aggressively, I don't blame Nico for 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 that for that tactic because I don't think he had much choice in what the horse oh, was giving him. Oh, I'm not blaming him. But it's just. It's just a, it's just a massive problem. Like, I wrote a, right at the start of the season. I wrote a pre-season a preview for what are the odds on on the marsh. Let me have a look at which horses I actually talked about and how many of them are actually going to potentially even turn up here. Because Reserve Tank and Lorina were the first two in the market, and then now Reserve Tank's twelve to one, and you're a maniac if you're backing him. I thought he's done. Yeah, Sam Crow, Lorena, <laughs> Angel's Breath's injured, Reserve Tank, Faheen. Faheen's the one everyone's got. Faheen's the only sensible option that's still there. It's mental, he, isn't it? Yeah. How you see how your opinions can change so quickly throughout a season from having because the you name them and at the start of the season you think Jesus, this is some division this marsh and now it's cutting up and looking wide open. I, I genuinely don't know what's going to win the match, which 
could play into Itchy Feet's shoes. I know, I know Itchy Feet's shoes. That, that was a you, joke. You liked that, didn't you? That, that joke wasn't... I, I didn't plan to say that. Um, yeah, I, it's a windy, windy division at this moment in time. But I, I wouldn't... Depending on the prices, I wouldn't roll out Larina. You, that's you, you. You might think I'm ridiculous for saying that, but I don't know because we know it, she's capable. Her defeat of Manila Rindo means she is as means that a reproduction of that would see her potentially competitive. I understand that. Yeah. However, the last two the last two starts admittedly were an excuse at Leopardstown. She's barely looked like a racehorse. So. You know, it's 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 one of them where you know how. If if you're putting money on her, it's in hope. Yeah, it is. Uh, before we move away from Sandown, we will just touch on the contenders hurdle. And Keldestan has added his name to the list of horses who might end up running in the champion hurdle. <laughs> but in the normal year, would have no right to be in a champion hurdle. Well, I'm every every time a horse looks like they might be. A, they stand out in the division or at least have a potential chance to go and blow it next time out. Uh, what did you make of it, Jim? I, to be fair, you know I like Keldestan. You've been a massive fan of him. You, I, you, I, you've I, followed I, him off, off the cliffs. Not off the cliff. He only lost once last season, didn't he? Yeah. Um, can I just point out about this race, Benson? <laughs> yeah. What a run. I thought... Christ, he's, he's travelling the best of them all here. And then he's just absolutely sent Sean Bowen out the side door and thought, I'm not having any of this. I thought that was... that was He ran interesting. Uh, Kader Stan, he's gritty, isn't he? Um, you could see him being placed in a champion hurdle. He's not exactly the classiest, but he's gritty. And I'm warming to the fact now that he could turn up. Every man and his dog could run a horse in the... Uh, Champion early this season could be about. Is there a max number of runners in the champion early? Is it twenty-four? I don't know. He's not in it, to be fair, mate. Is he not? Um, No, he's not. He's not entered. But could uh, could supplement. They'd be probably. It's probably not worth doing. He probably don't win. Yeah. It's it's another. It's it's just another bit of a. Oh, Jesus Christ. Could someone, something good please happen in the two-mile division? Instead of... We, we, every time a horse looks like they might be slightly better than 150, which is what I thought Call Me Lord was. I thought he might have been an each-way player in the champion hurdle. And then you've seen him today and you just think, no, he looks slow. And he was out-slowed by, uh, if the cap fits, Asker earlier in the season, who is really slow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably gone off that a little bit now, even though he's still well. He's as big as 25s now. Uh, yep, anyone on earth could win the champion hurdle. Uh, we'll be talking about that division later in the season, but later in the season, later in the episode. But we'll move over to Ireland now. To the proper stuff. All right, eight Grade Ones over the weekend at the Dublin Racing Festival, and we'll start with the Nathaniel Lacey and partners. Novice hurdle over two six and Jim spot on latest exhibition. Started with a winner. I let you. I let. I let you lead with this, mate. Because you you really like this horse. 
I do. Um, he he looks like he's a, he's made for the Albert Bartlett. Um, he's not flashy. He jumps well enough. He made a he made a few more jumping errors than I'd have liked uh, at the weekend. But I still have question marks about this race. And I know it was it's solid form like, but I, I, I still still have question marks. I think if these jockeys were to ride this race again, I think they'd ride it a lot differently. Um, if you look at well, I thought Rachel Blackmore rode a cracker on Cobbler's Way. Um, I think she rode him to sleep a bit, and. Longhouse Poet was round how I expected. Alexia Alexia Dane was far too keen, um, but settled after a while. If Alexia Dane settles better, I'd be interested. Fury Road was given a weird ride. Um, not saying that David Russell was at fault at any point. Uh, he just. He just—he was never really put in the race, I don't think. But I he could say that. I'm just looking at him going around the home bend, and he's—he's he's asked him to pick up. But I—I uh, I think... I, I, I don't think he, I wouldn't call it a weird ride. I, I think they've ridden him on the bridle, you know, and ridden him quietly for as long as they can. And then when they've asked him to pick up, he's just not found. Because I think he, him running over three miles, would be more interesting because he's not he's not stopping at the finish he's run on he's just hanging in a bit and I've just watched the replay back properly and he's I think step up to three miles would be more up his street I won't I won't quite cross him out of the Albert Bartlett pitch at this moment in time but well he was it was down in Trippier mate even only a foot to be fair that to me that that means nothing these are all most of these are going to be Albert Bartlett horses yeah, we know that, and Fury Road's already run over, over further. I was a big fan of him, and I, 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 I did come away disappointed from this. I thought yeah. it round in the own bend. I thought he looked the winner as well. It was certainly yeah. going best, and he just, just not picked up. Uh, your lads, your lads, quite tidy though. Late I know. The exhibition, and and people are underappreciating him. Well, they, they were going into this race, and they aren't now, but because. He isn't. He isn't the flashiest. He he gets down and dirty, digs deep and grinds. And I thought he would beat coming around the own bed, but he's found a lot more. And I think he's won this comfortably in the end. He's won by two lengths. Stayed on very very well. And his form's up there. I think his form's excellent. And um, he's beat Fatsy on his maiden hurdle debut. He's finished second to Abracadabras, who's. Uh, up there in the betting for the Supreme by three lengths over an inadequate trip. He's beat Andy Dufresne, a massive hype horse, over two miles four. I don't think Andy Dufresne's going to be that far away by the end of the season. I think he'll still be around there. I won't be quick to put the mockers on him. Yeah, um, exactly. I, 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 I thought that was a bit harsh, you describing him as a massive hype horse. Because yeah. his form this season, whilst, whilst not, you know, Whilst he's not the leading novice hurdler, he's up there amongst the best. Yeah. And this is another boost. You know, this this is a boost for him, especially with 
well, in first and second, you know, I I, fe- I felt the race at Navan probably suited the latest exhibition more than it suited Andy Dufresne. Yeah. And Andy Dufresne's hurdles debut, he spanked Cobbler's way, who's mm. been second in this. Mm. You know, it's, it's a shame we're not seeing him much at them. I don't know whether there's all up with him, but... But anyway, back yeah, no, to this. No, nothing's been said, yeah. Um, so, congratulations if you'd listened to me and backed latest exhibition at 16 to 1 for the Albert Bartlett, because we will just have a quick gander now. When I last checked, latest exhibition was 6 to 1. Latest exhibition. He is now 6 to 1 for the Albert Bartlett, 10 to 1 for the Ballymore. He's going to go for the uh, Albert Bartlett, Paul Nolan said after the race. It's great to see him have a nice horse back again. And Brian Cooper, who's not been the luckiest with injuries, and as well as a better quick mention to Jack Kennedy, who's once again on the sidelines with a broken leg. It's two two top-class jockeys who are just very, very unfortunate. And Brian Cooper, hopefully he can get back on the right way because I, I Brian Cooper's up there in my favourite jockeys. Yeah, fair enough there, Jim. I, I just... I, I understand what you mean about latest exhibition, and I understand what you mean about people like me always kind of wanting to take him on due to the fact that I think yeah. he'd be vulnerable against something with a bit more zip. Oh, yeah. Um, like you, As soon as that race finished, we were, you just come, we were both at Halifax, you just come from the car park, I watched you upstairs, and you said that you'd rather have Monkfish or something like that because you think he's got more gears, he's more interesting. And I think there could be value in latest exhibition because people, not saying that people like you, but you keep, or people keep nitpicking and going, oh, I think there's a horse that needs more gears. I I think this should do this. And I think that he's still of value at the market. I think think he should be joint favourite with Tyne Hill after that performance. I don't, I don't dislike latest exhibition at all. And in fact, like I said, I, I think I'm falling into a trap myself. I could be doing because he can sustain a pace for a long time as well. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's a nice I always really like this race. I'm yeah. quite a fan of. I'm quite a fan of the potato race in general. Uh, in recent so I, years, I, I it's been a cracking renewal, hasn't it? Yeah, and it tends to be quite competitive, and because it's the first time we've seen a lot of them over three miles, I quite I quite like races. I think that's part of the reason why I like the Grand National so much, where you've got all this sentence, but there is still a little bit of an unknown. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess yeah. that's why the novice, the novice hurdles are so much fun. Yeah. To get involved with, you know what I mean? But no, he's done it well as like exhibition and a. Uh, well done to you for getting a winner this week because there weren't too many. Uh, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on to the 125, uh, the Labrooks Dublin Chase. No shack, uh, sorry, no Aplutar, unfortunately. And there basically was no seal seminary who went out the first. So it was left to Shaq on Poissois to confirm the promise he showed last season and beat Min. Uh, Jim, this went pretty much. The way we saw it going. No. Is he the biggest danger to Altior, Defi Desoy in the champion chase now? In fact, who would you rather have for the champion chase now? Out of Shaq and or Defi Desoy? Oh, good. Very good question. 
Um, you'd have to go reigning champion, wouldn't you? Altior. Altior? Yeah. Um, I've not. Whenever I have been in his camp, he has lost. Let, I'm, just, I'm just putting that out there. Um, so you've been in his camp once? Yeah. Um, so, but you have to you have to respect Altio. Uh, you said winners were difficult to come this, by this weekend. We had an excellent first day, Lewis. I love you, know. Um, I tipped latest exhibition. I tipped Chacon Porsoir to win and Min to be second. Um, had, we had a few winners. You said that they were difficult. Yeah, to, to be by. fair, I've been I've been a bit harsher. You I, didn't I, have I'm a very good my judgment with yesterday. Yeah, but yesterday. Let's overall. just forget yesterday happened. Um, but Chacon Porsoir has done this very very well. Um, Travelled well. Slight mistake at the last, but got over. Chacon Porsoir has done what he needed to do and beat Min by three and a half lengths. Um, it's it's just. It could, I'm really really excited. This this is the main race at the festival. If they all turn up, that I am really excited for. Uh, quality rise, quality wise. Chacon Porsoir, Altior, and I know I've slagged Defi de Soy off, but. Them three, all coming to the last. Jeez, it could be some scrap going up the hill. And I think LTR's extra gear and, and stamina would just bring it out. Um, Chacon Poswa doesn't exactly do a lot in front. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, well, no. I, I, I understand what you mean. He's not a extender. Extended. I, I don't. I don't get the feeling that he will ever be like Altior, powering and powering at a finish over two miles. But I think he does enough. It won't be. A, it won't be an issue. Yeah, that doesn't worry you. No, it wouldn't. Um, I, I like Chacon Porsoir. I fancied him to win here, and he has got the job done. I, I was disappointed Aplutar didn't turn up but understandable on the ground it, it soon dried up and C.S. Emery fell at the first um, the question mark on him still remains and that he's also exciting I I quite you, you made this point to me and I agreed with you I quite like the fact that we don't know how good C.S. Emery is after this performance no, in fact, it, it it makes the champion chase slightly more interesting that Aplutar didn't run here and we don't actually, we didn't get a proper run from Tilo Semra. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think he's interesting going forward. Tilo Semra, I'd quite like to see him stay on all fours and have a good successful trip round. And yeah, Shakon Poswell's won well. That's that's all I can say. I don't have a lot more to add. Do you think he's a general five to two freeze in places? Some bookies have him shorter than Altior, some have him bigger. But at the minute, you'd rather be in Altior's camp. Yeah, I would be, most definitely. I've got I've got anti-post money on Altior right from the start of the season. Uh, at the minute, I'd still be with. At, I'd, I think Defi decides the likeliest winner though. At the minute. Yeah. Yeah, on what he's done this season. But he's good at Shaq and Postwire, isn't he? He does. He, 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 we, still don't know. we still don't know how good he is. Well, he's clearly very. 
Yeah, he's clearly very good, but he's he's only had three chase starts, hasn't he? So there could be a lot more potential in there to be unlocked. Yeah, I I agree, mate. I, I'm I, I guess I guess the race lost lost a fair bit of its interest without with Aplutar and Silas Emery not either not turning up or not getting a run for the money. But what what's happened is that this is confirmation that Punches Town last season wasn't a fluke. Yeah, I agree. Um, Chacon versus Deffy once again would be of massive interest. We'll move on then to the next of the grade ones at Leopardstown. And it was a right ding-dong battle up the home straight between Notebook and Cashback in the Irish Arkle. And in the end, Notebook coming out on top for Rachel Blackmore and Henry de Bromhead. Uh Jim, what did you make of this race overall? And is Notebook the Arkle winner? Um, I, I'd be interested to see these two run against each other at Cheltenham. Um, two very, very nice horses. I tipped cash back, uh, if you remember. Um, I, I, a lot of firsts and seconds. Um, cash back travelled like the better horse, I think. But I think Rachel Blackmore was kidding Notebook along a little bit. Um, got the job done solid performance um, yeah I think Notebook I want to get Notebook beat in the article and, and I'm coming to the same point as you were with latest exhibition um, I keep looking for ways to try and find him to get to get him beat and I can't see him getting beat I'm running out of options I think, you, I think if Cashback faces Notebook at Cheltenham I, I think quite a ride, sneak along, jump better. I, I would cashback didn't jump that bad at all, really. Um, I, I, I think the placings could be reversed at Cheltenham. What makes you say that? Um, I think cashback will improve for that run. I know he's already been running this season. And Willie Mullins' horses have all been absolutely tuned up to the nines for this festival. But I feel deep down that there's still a bit more to come with cashback. And I know she's... I could keep calling it a she. Um, and I know he's had three chase starts, but I feel that if the race was to go a little bit differently... I think cashback could favour from a quicker pace and sitting off, and I could feel notebook getting caught up front. You get what I mean? Or was that poorly hmm. described? No, I I I I understand, but I I think you're I think you're clinging clinging there to a set of variables that all need to fall into place. Yeah, I probably am. Um, but you know, I, on, I, I, on, on form this season, notebook is just the most solid two mile novice chaser. And he's shown a really good attitude here as well. And I think he was getting further away from cashback at the line. Which to me suggests that the Cheltenham Hill will again play to his strengths. He ran in the Ballymore last season. They obviously think he'll stay. You know, he stays a bit further than this. Cashback to me shapes like a more out-and-out quick two-miler. Whereas I think, I think Notebook would probably be 
you know, useful enough over a bit further as well. But travels and finishes races off. I think he wins the Arkle, mate. Yeah, do you think? I've, 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 I find it hard for anyone to make a case as to why any other horse other than Notebook should be favourite. I understand he should be favourite. And oh. I think five, and I think you know, best price three to one. It's it, it's almost like what I was saying. I I I think we both, I think the racing public in general want there to be a horse better than Notebook to come out with an obvious division, because he was a mid one thirties hurdler, you know, and he's improved twenty five pounds for a fence, and if a horse, you know, like like we were thinking, like along the lines of a brewing up a storm or a global citizen, improved twenty five pounds for a fence. You know, then then they're better than him, but they haven't. They haven't. You know, get away. Yeah. Trump's flopped. Aldansa flopped this season, and it's been and it's been left to also as just. He's a big animal as well. You know, maybe not quite filled out his frame last season. Just, I just think he looks very hard to beat yeah. at the minute. It's, it's, it's all well and good. It's all well and good having the talent and the class there as well. But he's shown he's got the attitude to go with it. At this weekend, uh, I'm very keen. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand people's point, and I'm I'm just being very very picky. I think, but <sighs> notebooks five to two with that three six five to win the Arkle. Hmm. Do you not think that's very fair, though? I think it's fair. If you were to take, in fact, a bit overpriced, if you were to take him solely on his chasing form, he's shorter, sure. Yeah, it'd have to be even money. Exactly. So you're getting you're getting a a point and a half more based on a slightly gangly novice from last season, novice hurdle last season, who is just clearly a very different article this year. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm looking at it as if he's still a novice hurdler. So, yeah. But but you look at that race and there's not a lot really that he could that could beat him, is there? No, exactly. It's not. It's not one where anything further down the market particularly catches my eye. I know we've both said we like brewing up a storm. I didn't think he'd be as short as he is at best price, 10 to 1. Yeah. And the rest, you'd be disappointed if Global Citizen, you know, or Esprit du Large won it. Yeah, you you would be disappointed. Although I I was impressed with Esprit du Large um, after his grade 1 performance. I won't won't rule him out at this moment in time because it's not the best year, is it? So... No, it doesn't. It, not often. But look, I say the second and third favourites are Fakir Duderiz and Cashback. Yeah. The notebook's already beaten them. Yeah. To me, I think I I I might I might have my first little Cheltenham multiple this week, and I think I'll probably include notebook in it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. I um, would also give a mention before we move to a horse I, I mentioned before. I like Gallant John Joe in general. Yeah. I think there's a nice race in him. Maybe not quite. Second year in, he always acquitted himself really well at this festival uh, at a big price. Do you have to have three runs to get into the Close Brothers? Um, 
I don't, I don't know that stuff where. No, neither do I. Maybe one of our listeners will let us know. Yeah, It'd be I interesting kept, in the close brothers, wouldn't it? I had him in mind for that after he was second to Min. I, I, I just gave that a little quick mention on this on the pod that I thought if they wanted to run Gallant John Joe in that, he would be well up my street. Uh, I don't I don't think he's in. He's not even in the betting looking at this. Oh, he is a general. Oh, he's some, some bookies have him 12 to 1. Some bookies have him 12 to 1. He's as big as a... He's as big as 25, so... Uh, I like that for him. I like that. And if, yeah, if he's so do there, I. He'd probably be my sort of... He'd probably be my pick. Yeah. I, I agree with you. We've, we've both sort of picked up on him after his performance behind me. Um, and yeah, I, I like him. I liked him last season when he ran behind Commander of Fleet. Yeah, I remember you... You saying it and saying you thought that uh, Commander of Feet beat a nice horse that day, and I, I remember specifically that you've always been a big fan of him. Yeah, not particularly sure. Well, I I, I, I don't know what it is about him, but I just I I I, I think he runs runs likable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but back in a more re- back at a more realistic grade, I, I, I think there could be a tidy little race in him. Yeah. Uh, We'll move on, Jim, to a horse we both like. The Irish champion Hurdle. Won by Honeysuckle. But, Jim, can I ask you whether you were more or less confident after the race? Um, do you want my point of view on the fact I won at 40 for the champion? Or do you want my point of view that imagine if I had no money on it? Well, we'll go. We'll go with what you think because you've already got money on her now. Um, we'll go with I, I thought it was a good performance. She would have won by even further if she jumped the last bear. She, I, th- I think Cheltenham will be more up her street, stiffer two mile. Um, I think Petty Moosh I tried to run the pace out of Honeysuckle and. Petty Mouchoir's running a cracking race. If you look at it, Petty Mouchoir beat Super Sunday and Charger by a fair distance on Charger's ground. And that's a good enough performance. If you were to take if you were to take out of the race Darvis uh, Star and Petty Mouchoir, beat she's beat nice horses who were worthy of champion hurdles in past and of present, I, I th- I'm I'm still fairly confident. Still fairly confident. I don't know about you. Well, can well can I ask you then on the other hand? Then you you've said that because you've already got money on, but you you said if I hadn't, so that to me suggests that you'd have a different view if you didn't already have money on. Yeah. So what's that? Yeah. Uh, I I think that you should go for the Mayor's Hurdle because there's rumours that Benny DeJer could be going Champion Hurdle route this year. Uh, I, I, I'd personally go to the Champion Hurdle if Benny DeJer went for the Mayor's Hurdle. Um, I, I don't want to say run scared, but Benny DeJer is just a very, very good animal. And isn't it, isn't it weird that there's three Mayors at the top of the Champion Hurdle market? <laughs> And, and people complain that the mayor's hurdle dilutes races. Um, well, does it? Well, it, well, it might I, not. I don't, I don't understand why they say that because if two of them turn up in the mayor's hurdle rather than the champion hurdle, then that is diluting. That's exactly what it's doing. Yeah, but if 
all three turn up. Imagine how good a race that'd be. They're not gonna though. But how do you know? Because people like when they're at the Cheltenham Festival. Yeah, to be fair, if you've got a mayor, you sort of want a Cheltenham Festival win under a under a I, name. I, I, but, you 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 see racing a lot more from from where you place horses. You see you place them more as a fan. And you think, wouldn't it be great if all these are doing? And I'm, 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 I'm almost a bit like a trainer, and I'm a bit more like, I'm a bit more cowardly, and I just want to win races. You be coward. Rather than take, rather than take them all on, you know. Rather than, I, I don't want, I want a winning streak, Jim. I want ones and ones and ones next to the name. I don't care if we're only beating Bally Canes every day of the week. Uh, <laughs> Bally Kane, two mentions in two, two episodes. <laughs> Up the boy, and probably the last mention he'll ever have on the podcast as well. So congratulations to Bally Kane's. Uh, Great was... for Rachel Blackmore That's, as well. That was my last point. Um, did you see the, the she's had coverage on News at 10, Honeysuckle has, and Rachel Blackmore, everyone wanted a photo with her after she'd ridden uh, Honeysuckle to success. She. I, I didn't believe that Rachel Blackmore were in her 30s. You? Yeah, I knew that. Maybe I've never been really paying attention. I thought she'd been, she was young and upcoming uh, last season. And then I think Ted Walsh was talking controversially, as usual, on racing TV and said something like, she's only probably got five more years left in her. I was like, what? Um, but yeah. Great jockey, Rachel Blackmore. She's she's up there with the best, and yeah, and I, I, we, you know, my opinion on honeysuckle. It hasn't increased it anything, but it hasn't decreased my opinion of it. It's just stayed the same. Do you get what I mean? I understand that. I was slightly disappointed. Well, I'd have liked to have seen it do it, do it by further. In 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 general. Don't get me wrong, there were things to like about it. She's got the job done. She's responded when, when she's come under pressure. But the idea I had in my head of Tony Sucker was that she was more superior to these than it looked today, uh, yesterday. Saturday? Yeah. What day we are? Saturday. You know what I mean? <laughs> what day are we on? <laughs> do, do you understand where I'm coming yeah. from? Yeah. I Whereas I thought this would have been more clear cut. Mm-hmm. And I'm not massively sure whether I think this has enhanced her claims. No. This isn't a career best. No, it's not. But was she right? Do we know? Will Henry de Bromhead probably have a tuned up for the festival? Yes. Oh, oh but you just... Any time you want to make a case for a horse, you just... You go fall back on the arbitrary. They'll come on for the run. I don't know why, but they will. <laughs> oh, always. you've done it today. Flip flop. It's the tiredness. Fatigue's kicked in. <laughs> you said that to me last week. I was listening back. You literally said the words, "I have no opinion." Do you agree? Agree with what? You have no opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm tired. Let's just blame that. Uh, no. Uh, can you see any of the beaten horses posing a threat at Cheltenham? Uh, I've liked Charger for the Champion Hurdle a bit before this. Uh, I didn't end up going and putting some, any money on him, uh, and I probably won't do now. Uh, Darva Star's been a revelation this season, and Petit Mouchoir somehow has come out and been one of the most admirable hurdlers 
in Ireland this year. Uh, yeah. But the rest of these Turner Park Cheltenham, are they all also runs, or could you make a case? Um, you could you underestimate Super Sunday at your peril. Betty Mouchoir has done absolutely nothing wrong this season, so you, you could see him prominent. And I don't know. Let uh, me my two Petty Mouchoir and Super Sunday. Darby Stars gone from strength to strength, uh, but I, I can't see him when pitched at Cheltenham being as competitive as he was here. Last Cheltenham, Jim. The same week as the last Cheltenham, he was third. Third in a maiden hurdle at Wexford on his fifth start over hurdles. <laughs> Sorry, fourth you start on. over hurdles. He'd run in a bumper as well. And that was the closest he'd got to winning a race. Yeah. In an absolute... Rev- well, probably the most improved horse this season by a mile. So well done to Gavin Cromwell. He's done a right job with Darvis Star, but... I'm just not quite sure whether that, you know, whether that weighs the form down of this race quite a lot for all that he's a fast improving horse. Uh, Honeysuckle now, Jim, is second favourite for the champion hurdle, best price six to one. If you didn't have money on her now, would you back her at sixes? No. There you go. If I were going to call it, is, is that Due to well, if, if you were hundred percent, this was a destination. Would you back her at sixes? No. Fair enough. I think I think there's I think there's value in other horses. I for the champion hurdle in the last couple of days, I've not made my mind up what I'm going to be having until ten minutes before the race. Not even that five minutes. Last season, I got down to the parade ring at Cheltenham, and I was still thinking. What, what should I back? I don't fancy Bouverdere. I don't fancy Lauren. Um, I don't fancy Charger. I, I ended up backing Mellon last year, each way. Because I, I oh, and I don't, I don't, I don't know why. But this season, because the champion hurdle is so open, it's made my life even difficult, more difficult. I'm not a massive. I'd rather look. I look more for staying chasers than two mile hurdlers if I'm being honest so my opinion on two mile hurdlers isn't that good do you get what I mean no you don't talking well, rubbish talking rubbish once again I'd, I understand people saying that that you that, that you fancy you know that, that you prefer long distance chasers but you know this 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 I, I, I think your lack of clarity on this division stems from it being quite a murky division rather yeah. than it being yeah. a two mile hurdle yeah maybe, maybe that is maybe I don't have as much solid evidence to back up the fact why I fancy a certain horse in that race and why I don't because I, these two mile hurdlers run against each other quite a lot in the season and we don't really see a clear outcome so. when have you ever needed solid evidence to form an opinion <laughs> never never before but I'm a changed man yeah you are you are uh, the two big handicaps Eclair de Balfour who was my pick for the Matheson handicap chase uh, took that Paloma Blue almost won a race and I almost looked like a complete mug but 
luckily Paloma Blue's Paloma Blue uh, and those days are gone Charles Burns loves a big handicap winner Kevin Broder's a brilliant jockey uh, well done to them for winning the Ladbrook and we've not really mentioned much bumper action this season Jim but appreciate it looks a right weapon oh, oh he does I was very very impressed with his performance um, he's a very very nice horse and th- there was a few in this that going into it have had a good reputation they've had good seasonal uh, starts and I-, I-, I think he's beat a very very good field very impressively um, Eric Bloodaxe was a horse that um, Eric Bloodaxe was a horse Christ um, had won two bumpers so far he jo- Joseph O'Brien I don't think his horses have been exactly flying is that a is that a harsh statement Mullins is. no Joseph O'Brien. It's not something I I paid attention to before. Pal. It's not I'm something sure. you've noticed, but I've not I've not noticed it. No, but I've not been looking just for it. Just personal you know, to me. I don't think he's asked well, now. No, now, now you've men- now you've mentioned it. I might pay a bit more attention, but it hadn't been it hadn't been brought to my attention before, and I'd not clocked it myself. I'm sure we could find out on rating the races. Their database. Jimmy, you there? Yeah. Uh, I was waiting yeah. to say something. Yeah. Tied up today. Ha! I'll leave the plug in to me. And we'll leave Saturday there and move on to the Sunday at Leopardstown. They are in technical difficulty. That's just Jim slurring. Slurring because he's still pissed from Sunday night. <laughs> no. Wi-Fi just had a bit of a hiccup then, so if I couldn't hear a word you just said or anything, so I am sorry. Always blaming the Wi-Fi. As the Tattersalls Island Spring Juvenile Hurdle went to a wave of the sea, uh, beating Wolf Prince and Cerberus, a group of horses who'd all been practically battered by Aspire Tower the time, uh, previously in the season weren't going to be battered by Aspire Tower this time when he fell. Uh, Jim, this was, well, not strange. Even if he stands up, this is a regression from Aspire Tower. Put barring him the right three of the first three. Yeah. Um, I didn't quite hear what he said again because the Wi-Fi had gone. Um, so... I, th- I think Aspire I would have won this. Uh, he, he was always finding a slight bit more. Uh, however, with the sea, he's absolutely flawed under pressure by Barry Garrity. I thought Cerberus was absolutely, it was his race to lose and he's absolutely thrown it away. Wolf Prince has ran in it as expected. Um, there's not a lot really I can say apart from Aspire would have won if he'd have stayed on his feet and yeah it's probably made his price slightly bigger for the triumph he's around 7-1 to one now I'd still be I'd still be in, a, in Aspire Tower's in my opinion I don't know I don't know what your opinion of this is 
I think Espirito was the likeliest winner when he came down. But I guess we were just expecting it to be a lot cosier for him than it looked like. Than it looked like it was gonna yeah. uh, it was gonna be. Though, given the way Cerberus folded up the running, you know, maybe a Spire Tower, you know, maybe actually a Spire Tower still wins it by a fair way. And his, Cerberus's proximity yeah. to him at the last, and then how close Cerberus was to the winner, you know, might actually be a bit of a false, might give a false impression as to how far away Aspire Tower was going to come from him. Because if Aspire Tower stands up, Cerberus still folds. Do you understand what I'm meaning? Whereas a Wave of the Sea... Look, the front three are all nice types here. A Wave of the Sea is a, a I'm back. tidy enough uh, stayer. Did this well. Wolf Prince is a really, really likeable horse. And the front three will all probably go to the triumph with each way chances. But I think you'd be happy if you were Gary Moore or Dan Skelton watching this race. Yeah, you'd have to be, wouldn't you? Um, you think they're beatable. And I don't really have a, I don't have a strong enough opinion on the triumph. A lot of people... You yourself, Lewis, you pointed him out his debut, but all about the old mankind express. Um, he's he could be something special, but um, I, 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 I don't really have a strong opinion on the triumph yet. I think I think there could still be something else to run. It's not run yet. A bit of a Pentland Hills of last season, um, but. Well, that's how things are. Out there. We, we we didn't see fusel raffles till you know late February. The Adonis was it? The Adonis. It was. But yeah, I, 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 it's, it, it's it's a tidy enough a tidy enough race. I I I do think Aspire Tower would have won if he stood up though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next was the Chanel Farmer. Novice's hurdle, and he's seen a monstrous performance here from a horse I am now a huge fan of. I quite liked him before going into this, uh, and he's confirmed that he's a proper, proper top-class prospect. Asterian Furlong beating Easy Work and Mount Leinster. Uh, Jim, this horse is now second favourite for the Supreme. Got to go there with a huge chance. Yeah, um, you'd have to say so. Um, he's Brushed aside, easy work, and Mount Leinster. The right three were on the bridle, going well, coming around the home bend, weren't they? They were the three that we all were hoping to be competitive. And Asterian Falong has, has just prevailed with his class, I think. I, I, I've, he's never been a horse on my radar to be in that strong, but um, he won at Nace. Very well beaten pencil full of lead, who had won on his bumper debut. He, he's he's beat Easy Work and Easy Work had. Well, you were you really really fancied Easy Work, didn't you? I thought I thought he was the 
best horse in the race going up for it, though I, I didn't think that this was going to be his race, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. And I was puzzled after that performance. Uh, felt flat, but he's still come ahead of home of Mount Leinster. He's confirmed that form, so I don't know whether I was being a little bit harsh. Uh, I think easy work will be a better horse back up in trip, though it didn't look like it was the dropping trip that beat him this time. No, I, don't, I agree. Um, I think I think I think the winner could just be very very good. He, he he keeps on well, and it's just gradually and gradually extending and extending the distance. Easy work makes a hash of the last, which helps, but he's carrying on at the finishes of Styrian Falange. Uh, look, the owners have the top two in the market for the Supreme. I, and I think they're the leading two at the minute in this Ooh. division. Ooh. Uh, Mrs. J. Donnelly's got a right bunch of uh, novice hurdlers on her hand, doesn't she? I think Asterian for long will improve for further. Um, you'd run him in the Supreme, though. You'd, you, you would, but if if they wanted to split them up, I'd I'd send Shiski into the Supreme and Asterian for long to the, um, the Envoy Allen race, the Ballymore. <laughs> <laughs> the end um, by Alan Reds. <laughs> he's, al- he's already had it named after him before he's even ran in it. Um, he's won uh, at Old Town over two and a half hours before. So I, I don't have an issue. I, 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 he ran uh, in that Novice Hurdle grade one at the weekend like a horse who could have carried on going again. Um, yeah. I, I, I really liked his performance as well. He's not been a horse I've paid an awful lot of attention in two but he's got a massive massive engine and I'm looking forward to seeing where he lines up in the Willie Mullins novice hurdlers if you have a look at the pace map from that race as well it suggests highly that you can mark a Syrian Flanger's performance up yeah uh, Simon Rollers talked about it that it was a, a, a fast early pace a slower late pace and the Syrian Flanger was still finishing quick yeah yeah um, yeah, and really like this horse looks looks a proper galloper. Yeah, I agree. Um, any problems about ground or anything? Uh, Do you think he needs soft? Had, I think he's got quite a big galloping action. I think soft ground would be more up his straight. I can see why you'd say that though. Was it not quick enough at the weekend? Well, it was yielding, wasn't it? And there was a lot being withdrawn. I think he could be even better on soft ground. I understand completely why you say that. I understand why you say So to say he's won that on yielding is even better, so I'll mark him up even more. Yeah, uh, I'll just talk about easy work slightly, because I did an article for horseracing.net where I put him up as if I was to have an alternative to Envoy Allen, I'd have sided with easy work. And even though I think Envoy Allen is... Maybe he's not quite as much... Of, I don't think he's as quite much of a banker as other people seem to. I do think he's one of the likeliest winners of the festival. Uh, but what that means is the fact that he's even won it means that the each-way market against him is one that could be worth delving into because you're getting... It's 7-1 to one bar. Yeah. So you're getting, you're getting more than even money back on a place to us. 
and I thought easy work was as big as tens before that race was was a sensible enough option for that. <laughs> He's bigger than that now, and it's just I I don't really know what I made of it. It just didn't quite show the zip. I really liked his turn of foot at Limerick. You know, maybe he was made to look better than he was that day because Discarama, you know, has been placed over four miles, unaccepted, ran no sort of race in the Ladbroke. So maybe in hindsight, he was made to look better than he was. But, you know, he'd, 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 within, a, within, a, within a few strides at Limerick, he, was, he had a group of horses behind him and then he was 10 clear and he just didn't look that just never looked like it was going to happen at Leopardstown the winner's very good though I think yeah. the winner's very good and he's right I mean he's second fan for the Supreme I might leave it till the day as to whether I prefer him or Shishkin I'll probably watch both replays all, you know over and over but my pick will probably end up being one of the two Ooh. Ooh. We're against. We've got some fiddler on the roof uh, backers against. <laughs> oh, I like this fella more. I really do, mate. I, 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 I think this is a top class horse. Do you? Yeah, I do, and I think I think he looks like he'll make a chaser. Like you said, he looks like he'll get further. You can make a case for him for him being better on soft ground via his action. I've, I, I, I think what you, I think what we've seen here is a horse who has won a race that won't be his optimum. Yeah, I agree. Won't, it won't be his optimum. Oh, I can't speak. Won't be his optimum, but uh, he's a horse that's full of untapped potential, and I, I can completely see why you're leaning towards him for the supreme. But at this moment in time. I, I really like fiddle on the roof, so might 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 just be whether he'd get outpaced in a supreme. Yeah, because he looks because, it, it yeah. does the turn of foot doesn't look to be as explosive as you know fiddler on the roof does. Yeah, yeah. But if it turns into the sort of supreme which he often can, way way of wanting a horse to be fastest at the finish. Uh, I, I, I think that'll play right up his street and the sky could be the limit for him. Yeah, I agree. He's a lovely looker as well. Oh, there's no better, no better viewing racing than a grey powering up the hill, is there? No, he's stunning. There's some right photos of him on Twitter. Uh, I know. Lovely to look at. Uh, Tracy's and his Corvey, I'll just give him a quick mention. What an improved animal he's been this season as well and another big handicap winner for Kevin Broder. Just, he's having a right year. This horse is really likeable got a chance in the attempts but the highlight of the weekend surely was another grade one for Fahin go on the machine Jim <laughs> I mean it's mental is it even more mental to, su- to suggest he wins at Cheltenham <laughs> it's absolutely ludicrous but it's, there's a strong possibility that it could happen and for such a big man and a harsh man like me not to, not a very nice man most of the time, and when analysing. A Roald Dahl races, villain. Yeah, a Roald Dahl villain is what I've been called many a times. This brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> um, oh, it was great. I think the whole world was willing for Heen on it. I was thinking, is he still in front? Is Easy Game catching? 
And oh, he just puts his big white face on the line and carries on galloping. He's great to see that at, at this age, he still is retaining his form. Look at the crowd. I can't stop watching the crowds at Leopardstown. After he wins, they got absolutely mental. The pictures of the parade ring flooded to see for he. And he's had his doubters in years, but he's just superb, isn't he? And the little pat that Robbie Powell give after the race is if to go, I've just been beat by Fahim, but I really don't care because he's an absolute legend and he will go up there and he will be forever in people's hearts, Fahim. He has almost captured the nation. Would you agree? In Ireland, yeah. I mean, there's a, that, uh, they were on Twitter the other month of that, uh, of that mural. You know, of him on oh, the yeah. side of him. Was it Vanessa Riley tweeted on? Yeah, I Tweet. think so. And he is he is a public horse. Yeah. Especially over in Ireland. I mean, I'm at Cheltenham on the... I'm going Thursday, Friday uh, to Cheltenham, so I'll be there if Faheen wins. And I don't think I will ever see a sporting event like it, the celebrations. It will be insane. They'll be, it, but, the roof will absolutely lift off. There'll be Guinness everywhere. I mean, but thinking with the head rather than the heart, Jim, again, his form this season is the best of those that look likely to run in the Marsh Novice Chase. Yeah, it is. Um, you, you've, you, I've been thinking he could actually win, you know. Um, as you've said sort of previously about the Marsh, that it's not exactly been as strong as we thought and some crow itchy feet. Alaho, Slate House, Reserve Tanker, all horses. I'd ideally want to get beat, so you'd have to you'd have to put Fahid into there. And far to one at this moment in time, he has the best form going into this race. He, he has to be competitive, and far to one is is a decent price at this moment in time. But we were, and I said I made the point on on the preview that even if we discount him as the you know the 2015 champion hurdler. If we look at the horses, again, likely to turn up in the marsh. Last season's hurdle form, he was still the best. Yeah. He was a better hurdler than Hitchy Feet last year. He was a better hurdler than Mr. Fisher. Better than Aloho. Although, to be fair, those were all coming out of Novice Company. The, you know, the second season, Novices, Sam Crow, Black Op, you know, Bupom, he was better than. No one was able, to, you know, his third in the uh, stairs hurdle was unmatched and he was giving Apples Jade a race when she was at her best at Leopardstown. It's all still there, mate. It's yeah. all still there. It might just be in a completely different form now, but it's all still there. Uh, Easy Game's a really nice type as well, mate. And, uh, he is. And if I was to take Fahin on at Cheltenham, I think I'd be with this fella. So would I. Um, he's, he's lost absolutely nothing in defeat here. Um, he's rallied strongly on the near side and it, I feel all, I felt awful really thinking about it but I was I was begging he wasn't going to get past but he's he's ran this is his career best um, William Mullins had the first four home absolutely dominated the race um, especially after battle over Dion was dropped out and fell what were your thoughts on him? Uh, weird Weird race. Didn't actually think it was 
a lack of pace that got him beat. No, I don't. I just don't think he's good enough. I think he looked tired jumping the last. And if 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 and I was just looking back for his form again. Uh, well, you know, before we started recording, when has he ever beat a fast horse? <laughs> when has he ever beat a fast horse? Made <laughs> one win over hurdles. Sam's profile is he's beaten. So oh no, three mile, yeah. Irish beginners chase, Cap York, you know, yeah. who last time out was not, you know, you know, Cap York was a tidy enough hurdler, not really hit the heights, you know, not matched that over fences yet this season. You know, great when he won the Florida Pearl, he's beaten any second now, who's surely going to be a you know potential Grand National type expatriate Manella Fair. Mm-hmm. Last time beat Champagne Classic, who's going to be a form, you know, well, will be a national and chase, hopefully Grand National horse. He's never, he's never had to deal with anything of the likes, with the likes of the speed of Fahin Easy Game, even Tornado Flyer. You know, he's never, he's never had to deal with that horses of that ability with that level of pace. And I think just trying to keep up with him has almost just taken it out of him, and he's been yeah. knackered. But he's knackered by the time he's fallen. Yeah, I I was gonna say exactly the same thing. Uh, not as much detail, but you've put that perfectly. Um, did you think Fahin jumped well enough for you? I thought he made a few novice errors. I think Easy Game jumped better. So do I. Um, I think Fahin Fahin has a tendency. To put a bad one in, whereas I think there's a less likely chance that Easy Game will put a, a, a bad jump in. Um, I, I think I think with Fahim, he's sl- he slow sometimes into or when he's asked up, he, he sometimes doesn't quite respond. Um, well, that, that that that's the point that's been made previously, though that Fahim jumps better with a quicker pace. Yeah. Um, so you'd expect you'd expect that to be. Is it to be better at Cheltenham if, if we use that uh, train of thought? Because, well, t- races at Cheltenham tend to be quickly run. Although looking at the, again, looking at the potential field in the marsh, who's likely to go, you know, is there anything there that's going to massively kick on and go forward? No, I guess you can make it. use of Fakir. Yeah, reserve tank. They've they've ridden fairly prominent this season. Yeah, um, but he'll take every fence with him. He'll you know he'll jump off in first. He'll jump off in lead and he'll be about fifth bit third fence. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not an awful lot, is there? Um, yeah. Right. But look, his his form this season is so superior. It is. And that and that's why again I think easy game is the if you're going to try and take Fahin on, it's only half a length he's got to make up and he's double the price. Yeah, he is. Um, I was just about to make the same case. And Tornado, Tornado Flyers bounced back from last time. That, that was good to see. Uh, I'm glad he was more competitive. I, 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 I do think Tornado Flyers just quite a tidy horse. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't describe his, you know, two highest profile defeats as being flops that there I, I just think that they were races where just things didn't didn't go right for him and he wasn't right he, he didn't jump well 
the time before last and was always on the back foot. And I, I think even if he was against £20 inferior horses, he wouldn't have run to form. Mm-hmm. But uh, this, this was more him. Mm. A lot better performance. Um, so, yeah. Keep, it's, where would you go with Tornado Fly? He'd probably run in the JLT. He'd probably be an also run. Yeah. yeah. Or if they wanted to keep him for a novi- that novice chase at Fairy House or... Yeah, because oh, that novice. That's what I, I was thinking. That novice chase at Fairy House. You love avoiding Cheltenham, though. Oh yeah, every every day of the week. You say that I'm like you're more of a trainer. I I'd miss most races with with Cheltenham. I think Cheltenham is. Well, it's not overhyped because I hype it up myself. But there's other racing outside of Cheltenham. There's bigger. There's good races with good prize money to be won outside of Cheltenham. And I know it's pride of saying I've had a festival winner, but if you look at Aintree, there's phenomenal racing at Aintree. Punches Town, elsewhere, bigger fish to fry. Mm. I, I, I take that point with Tornado Flyer because he, he, he won't win. He, he won't win the JLT. No, he won't. You know, uh, so I, I take that point. Does Faheen win it though? E, no. Who does? Mr. Fisher. Fair enough there, Jimbo. And there he is, as per usual, being a spoil spot, stamping on all the children's... <laughs> no, oh, oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I would happily cheer on for him. I, I will more than likely be back in Mr. Fisher. I will quite happily cheer home for him once he's got past Mr. Fisher. Yeah, completely, mate. I, I, won't completely. Be, I won't be upset to get beat by for he. Let's just say that. Yeah, fair enough, Paul. I'll show some, sure some heart. <laughs> what a race it was, or highlight of the weekend, arguably of the season so far for a lot of people. Uh, the final race we're going to review, Jim, is the Paddy Power Irish Gold Cup. And, well, it's pretty, I got well done to you. in the correct order. Well done to I, you. Well, I'm not going to milk it, Jim, because it were the three favourites. Yeah, but they weren't, you know in, I mean? they weren't in market order, were they? No, but I've, I was surprised that there was a drift on Delta Work as big as it was. Uh, really, he's done this really well to confirm the form with Kenboy and presenting Percy has ran like presenting Percy has ran all season in staying on into third. Uh, Mr Watson... What do you make of this Delta work? Is he the Gold Cup winner? No. Delta work. Has this, enhanced, has this made very... him gone? Delta work impressed me. I didn't fancy him at all. I um, want to say, has he enhanced his claims? Then in your he's enhanced his claims, but for other races than the Gold Cup, you've said it a lot of times since the RSA that you thought he was the best horse in that race. However, going into the Gold Cup, I don't think three miles two will suit him. I think three miles is just just enough. And I think the race like the Gold Cup, he could struggle in. Um, I was very impressed. I should have seen Delta work running the King George. I mean, they won the Savills, Jim, so it's not, it wasn't really like... I know, I know, I know. Um, but... Um, I was disappointed with Ken Boy. I didn't think Ken Boy jumped well at all. Um, 
you, you won't go winning gold cups jumping like that. I, I thought he was sloppy, slow, um, disappointing. Presenting Percy would probably be the, the horse out of the three that I'd take going forward for the gold cup. And I understand that. And I've, you know, I had anti post money on Percy to win the gold cup battle back at the start of the season when he was 16s. He's uh, still the best price 14, so it's, I've not really got the value. I thought he'd have won something in the interim. Has he not just ran this exact same race three times this season? <laughs> he has. And I a think, bit eye-catching without and I think threatening to actually win. He'll, he'll be absolutely tuned up to the eyeballs for the festival, ready to go, and he'll go and win. <laughs> and make us all look, look like absolute mugs because we think that he's just doing the same thing over and over again. There was the... Was it the second? I think it might have been the third last. He didn't exactly jump it fluently. He keeps just doing this at the second or third last, just making a slight error. And I think if he jumps, he should. He jumps well enough, but I feel that he needs to jump better if he's to be winning a Gold Cup, Percy. I can understand that. I'm being, I'm being very picky here. I, I, his jumping is perfectly acceptable, but I'd like it to be a little bit better. I'm keener on Delta work for the Gold Cup now than I was before this, even though I thought he'd win. Yeah. I thought he'd win this. I thought the style was more in the manner of a horse who'd be suited by the Gold Cup than I thought it would. He's think? not stopping at the finish. No, he's not. I understand. He's pulling, he's pulling away. And that's where I almost thought he'd been slightly outstayed yeah. in the RSA last season. Though maybe, though re-watching that again, he is coming back at them. And maybe maybe the, he, the tactical speed he has he was just utilised at the wrong time in the RSA last year. Yeah, and maybe the two were more advanced in their like, uh, structure. So they were a bit more... Delta work still had some more scope to grow into his size, whereas the others were already grown into and ready to go. Do you get what I mean? I've said that quite Yeah, a bit. I wouldn't. I, that wouldn't be a thought I'd have had myself. Because uh, I think Delta work's quite a big animal. Like he, he's still filling his frame now. He's not fully. Santini and top of the Santini's big as well, isn't he? And top of the yeah. game's absolutely massive. Yeah. Uh, that 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 wouldn't have been what I'd have considered. But I'd, I'd, like I said, I felt overall, on on a whole basis of form, he showed the best three mile novice form last season. Yeah. With what he'd done in Ireland and his third in the RSA, and he's, I mean, two Grade Ones this season. He's confirmed himself probably to be the leading three mile chaser in Ireland so far. If we're going to discount, but Album Photo don't really join in, does he? <laughs> he only joins in for the major festivals, which I quite like. I quite like the fact that he's just. Chucked in for a main event and then that's it. But I've, I've, I, I feel like if, if we had another two furlongs to this race, I feel like Delta Works still wins it. Yeah. I feel I like I Percy agree. might be a bit closer, but I, I feel like Delta Works still wins it. Percy might overtake Kenboy. Um, do you think Kenboy will be suited by that distance in the Gold Cup? I wouldn't have said it would make him likelier to win. It will obviously suit Percy. 
I wouldn't think it would be as obvious to pull Sir Ken by the way, he's not stopping. He's not stopping and he almost he does get in he does almost get to within a length of Delta work. And then Delta work just finds a bit more and just confirms it. Like, like, like we were saying, mate, I think there's very, very little between these two horses. And I felt the prices were the wrong way around because we'd already seen Delta work at his best this season, whereas we hadn't yeah. seen Ken Boy. We might not have seen Ken Boy at his best yet this season again because, you know, his two best performances last year came at Aintree and Punchestown. Uh, and he's not quite matched that yet. I don't think this is as good as he was last season. Uh so if 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 he can re if he can match that form again, then yeah, he's he's definitely a player in the Gold Cup. Uh, but Del, you know, Delta Works already got almost two strikes on the board this season. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we we have seen him at his best twice. Uh, he's got to be a huge player. He has to be, doesn't he? He's got to be a huge player. I like. I like. I've been a big fan of presenting Percy. A big fan of presenting Percy for a while. Uh, not sure whether he can be a bit one pace though. Yeah. When has to pick up. He's on the bridle longer than Delta Work is. He is. He's on the bridle longer than Delta Work is. And he Delta hits Work the was front. ridden long coming around the bend. Yeah, exactly. And Percy hits the front. And then the two go past him. Not for, you know, not drastically. It's not like Percy stops. Mm. But is that gear there? Yeah, is that gear there? And it's not 100% that it is. No, no. I, I like presenting Percy. I say I've, I've got money on him. I think his best price of 14s, fair enough. Yeah, fair. Yeah, that's as good as it. It's a yeah. He's 14s, solid. It's about right. It's about yeah. right. But I think I think it's an insult to Delta Work that he's a bigger price than Clandes and lost in translation at the minute, pal. Yeah, I can understand your point, but I have to disagree with you. Good run from Jet. Good run from Labagoire as well. Even though, even though they were, uh, they were beaten. Uh, well, best run of the season from Labagoire after a bit of a iffy. Uh, and Jet's a tidy enough horse. He's in the Grand National. Uh, interesting to see whether they take that route up with him. Belzil's just not looked himself since he won this last season. No, an he's animal, not. Uh, no, an animal flight looks like he needs ten miles nowadays. Uh, he was seriously outpaced everywhere he went. No, and uh, I say, like, like you're saying, uh, we hope Jack Kennedy is back in action as quickly as possible, and that he's recovering well from his broken leg. Uh, the highs and lows of racing, really. What is there anything else from this weekend that you'd like to touch on? Jim Miranda ran well. She did. Um, I think if Brandy Frost was to ride that race again she'd have kept hold of her a little bit longer um, for me she's a bridle horse she's come through rivals and she's come around the home bend got the split and she's had no choice she's had to go nothing's going as good as uh, Bryony was on Miranda and she's she's kicked for home and she's battled she's battled more than I was expecting um, and 
she's she's more a heartless leave. I think if Ashington had jumped better, I think he would have uh, been a, a bit closer. I think he even would have won. And Sebastian Paul's done that well. Yeah, Miranda's ran well. To say she'd been put up ten pound, I was more than impressed. And, yes. Um, there's not a lot more I can add to it apart from she's run well. I'd be interesting. There could be an entry handicap in aim of that way next. I don't think she. I don't think she'd be as competitive in a in a hot renewal, but um, better ground, flat track. I could more than likely see her being more competitive in that than aiming for something like Cheltenham. Yeah, first time in Sebastopol's life he's not gone off favourite. So, of course, it was the time he won. Uh, <laughs> lovely boat race up at Musselboro as well. Bob Marler overhaul. Oh, that was a great race. The great race. Sheep name such a likeable type as well. Again, just uh, sometimes I just like to mention random horses that I like. Sheep name's a lovely animal. Uh, yeah. Really good finish to that race. And Watson, Manella Rocco. He I looks thought, happy. I thought this was uh, going to just get brushed under the carpet. I thought we weren't going to mention it. I thought, of course stay, we're mentioning Manella Rocco. I thought I'd stay quiet and pretend Manella Rocco never even ran. Former champion Bolt. Of course we're mentioning him. He's a legend. The cantankerous old git. <laughs> He's happy again. He looked like he wanted to win a race, which I never thought I'd see. Even when he was good, he never looked like he really enjoyed doing anything. No, he never did, did he? But he stuck his neck out here and he's beaten Hazel Hill and Manila Rocco might win at the Cheltenham Festival. Yeah, mental to say that. Absolutely mental. Yeah, that's we're, we're very, very happy that we we both we both quite like Manila Rocco, don't we? We both that's quite no, you you like Manila Rocco. Not yeah. both of us. I, I I like you. I like you backed him. him for the Grand National last year. I didn't back him. You I was, him up. I was warming to the fact that I could see him being competitive. <laughs> abysmal shout, absolutely abysmal shout. But that's the joy of the hunter chase, isn't it? I absolutely love him. Seeing these random horses come back in a not a completely new discipline, but you know horses who you'd not really thought about for a while. Uh, turn up and with a new lease of life and for some of them it works an absolute treat and it appears like it has done for Manella Rocco uh, Harry the Viking as well, happy retirement to him, being around absolutely forever, his last run at the weekend at the age of 15 uh, and he went well enough for a long way up at Musselborough, anything else you want to say Jim? Only awesome fools, he's retired of Nicky Hammond he's been a grand old servant for the, for the stable, I remember oh, yeah. I'm going right, right back here. My granddad uh, owned a quarter of a horse called Hidden Justice, who was uh, running the triumph. Yes, John Quinns. Yes, he he owned a fair amount in him, and he his form always collaterally linked with only awesome fools. Only awesome fools won the Victor Ladorum, and we were playing hell that why didn't they go Hidden Justice for the Victor Ladorum because he would have beat him. Because uh, he won on debut at Weatherby in Justice, won by about 40 lengths, then went to Market Raising and then went to the Triumph where Paul Carberry rode him. And Paul Carberry 
previously had broke his arm. So he rode in justice with one arm and then pulled up. So not not jockey slagging again, but he finished tenth. Yeah, he finished tenth. He he was a beaten a long way. I think he was behind our con. Um, yeah, it was our Connor's triumph early. We were 17 in that triumph, Jim. We might only have about five this time. I know, and Cashmere Peak was Quinn's other one, I remember that. And that ran well in the Hunter Chase the other day. I love I love going through horses like like Hidden Justice. That's really what kick-started me. It was the year that Captain Chris nearly won the Gold Cup. It ran the day after at Weatherby. And, yeah, and uh, seeing this afternoon, see the stars is out the tree on Christ, oh, that's brilliant! Brought, that's brought back memories. Um, I love seeing this form and get like a big kid uh, and get all excited. But yeah, just a quick mention to Tony Olsen for an absolute legend and happy retirement. He, he owns no one anything. No, not at all, mate. I quite like this. Shall we? Shall we start finishing with a little bit of nostalgia at the end of at the end of an episode of Turf Talk? We'll just go, we'll just go with a random. Do you remember this horse? <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably be here for another hour, wouldn't we? I'm impressed that you remembered Hidden Justice. Yeah, because I, rem- I remember I was at Donny when Kashmir Peak won the uh, summit. Yeah. And I'd, I'd not thought about him for years until I saw him turn up against Manila Rocco. Like, <laughs> is that the same horse? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, but that's when John Quinn's juveniles countrywide flame years. And uh, we thought, well, my granddad thought that. Hidden Justice was a serious weapon. Um, bought from Amanda Perrots, no maiden on the flat, and he, he had Injustice had a right handicap mark on the flat. I think he rated about fifty-five, and he rated one forty over hurdles at one stage. I think. Do you know where he is nowadays, Paul? Hidden Justice. Yeah. I, d- I don't. We've tried our best to try some research. Far away. Is he back at Amanda Perrots? I don't know. I was just asking you. No. I don't, I don't... no. I've I've been trying to find out, but I haven't found anything. So, um, I I hope he's all right. Um, he doesn't own him anymore after a couple of years. Um, the the four lads that were involved all got a bit tricky, so mulled out of that. But he also had a horse called Elbow, who was a flat horse. Um, he was he was solid enough as well. So yeah, John yeah, Quinn um... was the man. Thanks a lot to everyone who's uh, DM'd us about the Grand National Sweepstake as well. I think we're going to do the official Twitter announcement on how to get involved on weights launch day to tie it in with that. But there's, there's been a good amount of interest, so thanks a lot to everyone for DMing us for that. Uh, I think we'll wrap that up for this week, Jim. We'll be back later in the week, Thursday, Wednesday, to preview Thursday, Thursday to preview Betfair Hurdle Day, Super Saturday at Newbury. Uh, Thanks a lot to everyone for tuning in. Thanks a lot to Jim for managing to stay awake and not throw up uh, during this episode. Of never Turf sick. Talk. I'm never sick. No, you'll be sick when lost in translations comes to last and falls. Oh. Gold Cup. <laughs> I might need counselling for the next three. In fact, if lost in translation looks like he's going to win the Gold Cup and falls at the last, I think that's it. I think that that's that's God's way of saying stop watching racing. Ha! On that note, we'll leave it there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. See you all again next week. See you later. Next week, Thursday. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>